Welcome to today's devotion on life this side of heaven. The Word of God from Matthew chapter 24, verses 1 to 3. Jesus left the temple and was walking away when his disciples came up to him to call his attention to its buildings. Do you see all these things, he asked? I tell you the truth, not one stone here will be left on another. Every one will be thrown down. What Jesus told the disciples must have shocked them to their sandals. The day would come when the temple, which looked like it would stand forever, would no longer be there. The temple was one of the larger construction projects of its time. It had taken 46 years to build, and it still wasn't complete when the disciples stood outside it. With huge limestone blocks, some weighing as much as 160,000 pounds, it must have looked like it would last until the end of time. However, 37 years later it happened, just as our Savior said it would. Following a rebellion that began in 66 AD, Rome dispatched three legions of soldiers to march on Jerusalem. In 70 AD, what Jesus said would take place was complete. The temple was destroyed. Today, you can still see the rubble that remains, and it makes a lot of people sad to see that it's gone. And some well-meaning Christians even long for a day in which it might be rebuilt. But that misunderstands the purpose of the temple and overlooks God's even greater promise. The temple replaced the tabernacle, which was where originally God promised his presence. The tabernacle was a two-room tent version of the temple that traveled with the Israelites as they wandered. In the first room was the altar of incense, the lampstand, and the table of the holy bread. The priests would come into this room each day to burn incense and tend to the lamps. In the room behind it was the Holy of Holies, the throne room which contained the Ark of the Covenant. And outside of the tent in the courtyard was the altar where sacrifices would be offered continually. When the first temple was built, it replaced the tabernacle. It was a breathtaking building, yet even King Solomon asked, But will God really dwell on earth? The heavens, even the highest heaven, cannot contain you. How much less this temple I have built. The answer to Solomon's question was a resounding yes. Solomon's temple was later destroyed when Babylon conquered Judah. But as Jesus pointed out, even the temple that stood in the disciples' day would also be destroyed. But God had already answered Solomon's question. In John's Gospel we hear, The Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us, or more literally, tabernacled among us. Here was all of God, not in a mighty stone temple, but lying in a humble manger, God's temple in the flesh. God became one of us to take our sins upon himself and to rescue you and me by his death upon the cross. When the time drew near for our Savior to give that life to redeem us from our sins, Jesus said, Destroy this temple, and I will raise it again in three days. At the resurrection, that's exactly what our Savior did. The sacrifice for all your sins and mine was made for us on the altar of the cross, and his resurrection three days later is the assurance of your forgiveness. The tabernacle, and later the temple, were a shadow of the greater that was yet to come, the incarnation of Jesus, God's own Son in the flesh. Now that there is no sacrifice left for our sins, you and I are blessed to hear the invitation in Hebrews. Through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of lips that confess his name. Let us pray. 
Loving God, thank you for taking on our human flesh and coming to make the full atonement and payment for all of my sins by your sacrifice for us. Amen. Thank you for joining us. If you're listening to us by podcast or on Alexa, we invite you to browse the resources that are available on our site at lifethissideofheaven.org. God bless you and have a great day.